When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up? What was that on defense? Welcome into the CHGO Bears postgame show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, everyone? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Greg Braggs Jr., 49 points. Yikes. They almost gave up a 50-burger. It was a rough day for the defense. It was a good day for the quarterback. I'm in a good mood, which is very much indicative of what this season is. Uh, they sh- they Their backbone came out again. It looked really ugly early. I thought we were going to be done by halftime. The Bears were in the game in the third quarter. But, yes, it was a very, very rough day for the defense. Hi, Braggs. Yeah, I'm more on the disappointed side. I mean, after Monday night and the way they played and – Shocked the world and, and beat the crap out of New England to put up another 30 points. They had 33 against New England, 29 today against Dallas, a good defense, a, a team that's got Super Bowl aspirations. This was their chance to get to 4-4 four and four in an NFC that, you know, isn't very good, you know, and, and I know a lot of fans, I understand it, I'm the same way. It's a rebuild season, sure, but at the same time, they were sneaking their way back into talk of contention, you know, even if it may be, something that's misleading for big picture. But in the short term, uh, the defense let it go. To give up 50 points, 49 points on a day where the offense comes to play, extremely disappointing. Well, let's start as we uh, always do with our DraftKings king of the game. And, you know, in a game the Bears lose, unfortunately we got to give this to a player on the other team. But Tony Pollard... There we have to play is. the music for him. Even when, yeah. Is that part of the deal? <laughs> That's part of the nice. deal. I don't know. It's just a nice roll trumpet. <laughs> 14 carries. They didn't even have that many carries. 131 yards, average 9.4 yards per carry, three touchdowns. So kids out there who are under 20, if you never saw Barry Sanders play, it wasn't quite that, but it was, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he the, the cuts were sharp, the moves were nice, and no one was touching him, yeah. so, which is actually similar to Barry. There were some runs where... Actually, there was one touchdown run where I don't think anybody did touch him. Just I, I don't feel like he was touched all day. I mean, I, maybe I got to go back and watch the tape. That well, dude it was, was like the Red Sea was parted every time they ran the ball. The the run defense was pathetic today. Well, so should we do blame game first then, or talk about no, the quarterback? Real, real quick, what do, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, blame. we're already talking about Allen Williams' job. And no, the, uh, no, no. Here. This is not no. on Allen Williams. Don't who's not, who's, no. who's talking about that? Michael with the 199 super chat. Thanks, Michael. Okay, hey, Michael, Michael. I thank you for the chat. I appreciate it. Allen Williams is has not nearly enough talent. I will defend Allen Williams to the end of the earth. The Bears' actual defense, as actually, well, uh, up until today, was getting better, and then they ran into the best team that they played all season long, and they also we can't put. I mean, maybe it's worth 7%, maybe 12% with Robert Quinn playing in Philadelphia. By the way, congratulations to Robert Quinn staying undefeated with the Eagles today. But look, you can't 
You cannot put this on the defensive coordinator. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I'm with you for the most part. Uh, I don't even know what play the, the adjustments. Blame yeah, I, that, that's a good segue right into blame game. I guess you could blame the defense coordinator if you want. I just, I, I think it goes back to the lack of penetration on the D-line. Talent. I, I'm not afraid to put some blame on Roquan Smith. And this is another quiet game for him. He ends up with five tackles. Well, and the Pollard, I checked it in the late third. He had two tackles. And the Pollard touchdown run at the end, the the final death nail, the third touchdown. Roquan had him dead to rights in the backfield for a tackle for loss. Missed the tackle, and away goes Tony Pollard. Yeah, I I uh, I disagree with the notion that appears to be out there some places that uh, Roquan Smith has like won the bet on himself at this point. I, I don't – after what you've seen so far this season, you're giving he, him $100 he, million? Dollars? He wins the bet some weeks. He loses the bet other weeks. But if you're going to get paid $100 million, you have to be consistently great every week. I don't disagree. I, however, he's – it's hard for me just to say, screw Rokron. I'm not doing that. I think yeah. he's good. He's still grading out like a very good player. Right. I don't, he's not grading out like a $100 million player and kink. Uh, did you see enough of him today on your uh, TV screen, Braggs? No. I mean, the okay. run defense is getting absolutely destroyed, and he's right in the middle of all that. So, you know, I mean, Roquan's probably going to get franchise tagged if we're going to play the guessing game on Agreed. what his future yeah. is. He's It's probably not worth risking a big contract to him, but you can franchise tag him and figure it out next year when you get some more talent around him. I mean, you know, Brian Urlacher, a great, all-time great linebacker, you know, he was even better when he had the meat and potatoes in front of him in that interior line to suck up some of them blockers and let Brian roam. And when he didn't, sometimes, you know, a guy, he'd catch a block or two. So, you know, maybe Roquan just needs better defensive line because the defensive line certainly got tossed around today. And it's a, there's a talent deficiency there. That was the takeaway I had in this game was Dallas's offense is Super Bowl ready. And the Bears' defense, specifically on their defensive line and maybe some of their linebacker spots, is not. We're in a rebuild. Well, and if we're looking for reasons why Roquan was worse today, listen, Robert Quinn did get double teamed a lot when he was here. So there was probably some level of impact with Quinn not being out there that maybe there was a little bit more traffic in front of him. We have to got to go back and watch it to be sure of that. But I think that is a very fair, without watching the tape, likely assessment. Yeah, I, 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 no? I think that's going to be a talking point this week, and I get it. You know, did did we underestimate the loss of Robert Quinn? I don't, I, I don't think we did. I think, I think that there's there was maybe an emotional letdown a little bit early on in that game, but I think it's, I still think it's something they're going to get over. Uh, I'm not, you know. A, it, it makes sense for where the Bears are at, all of that. And, yes, like people are like, oh, they're going to collapse. No, no, they, they, these are professional athletes. They, they ride the roller coaster of life in the NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, they are playing for themselves, their, their wallet, their family. They're, they're going to move forward. They're not going to cave in because well, we lost Robert Quinn. And let me ask you this. If Robert Quinn plays in this game, do the Bears oh, win? lose the game. Yeah, they still oh, lose. Man. They give up. 39 instead of 49. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's that wasn't the difference in this game. It's not going to be the difference in the season. That's why you still make the trade. And you have other players on the field that I think could have done a better job today on defense. Hildor yes. was getting exposed early in the game. Was, they were going at yeah. him. 
And then the run defense for the rest of the game, I thought, was the bigger problem. I thought it was very telling on the first couple series of this game. One team was playing by the hits principle. The other team wasn't. And the team that was was the Cowboys. They were playing with intensity. They were rallying to the football. They had seven guys to the ball. You want to know what? I know everyone's going to talk about the Justin Fields not touching down Michael Parsons. play. That wasn't even the worst play of this game. Like, how about it's actually the defensive job to make stops. You gave up 25 yards on a quarterback sneak. That was Because that half was, the team didn't know where the ball was, and then the guys that did just stopped. Like, nobody rallied to the ball. You're supposed to have seven guys to the ball every time. And it, they had nobody to the ball on that one. It's a quarterback sneak. It, 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 listen, oh, the, 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 Bears, the Bears' start of the game defensively was straight out atrocious. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. I mean, you, you can't – That I, I don't know if you – I did my prediction in the pregame was that there was going to be a human tendency natural step back when you have a huge win in New England and then you have a short week and you tra- and and Quinn gets traded and right. and you you just it's just natural that you're not as on edge your season doesn't feel as deathly uh and but they, they, and I don't know if that played into how slow they started, but they started really 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 slow. It didn't get much better, but they, I mean it got a little bit better at one point. How bad was that moment when Dak Prescott has the quarterback sneak and then slips out for 30 yards? They said on the telecast they had never seen that before. Yeah, you'll never. I mean, it happens sometimes like when you sell out in like a fourth and one situation and there's no, you know, like you run right up the middle and there's no safety help because everybody came in. Like on a quarterback sneak, what? It just cannot happen. All right, let's get to something more positive, though, because our field's guide Presented by Green Ridge Farm. I I have to say, guys, I, I'm actually in a pretty good mood. I think that uh, a lot of things, the bad things we saw in this game were predictable with this season. I think the Bears have a quarterback. Yeah, I think in this moment in time, let's all hit the like button, hit that subscribe button, and turn notifications on if you believe that to be true. Because I think we should get more likes and subscribes and and uh, and notifications right now than ever. Because this guy is 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 getting better. It is obvious. You do not need to be a quarterback guru to see it. Seventeen to twenty three, one fifty one. Yeah, you would like to have seen a little bit more as far as passing yardage and and maybe perhaps even going down the field but if Valus Jones could catch it would it would have looked he would be over 200 so yeah, yeah, which, again yeah I'm glad you brought that up because I, I want like as that play happened I'm like this is gonna hurt Justin Fields like in the national talk this week because they're all gonna look at his stats or whatever it is like and uh Lawrence right before we went on he's like oh Justin Justin came under the total today on passing yards. I'm like, really? Like, it felt like he threw for a lot more than what that number at 151 says. But it's like, if, could the dude get any help? Can someone make a play for him? Right, just one time. And even the first play in the game. Personally, I don't think I'd be throwing goal balls to Equinemius St. Brown, but... That wasn't a good throw, though. He underthrew it. That being said, not every throw is going to be perfect. Sure. Someone needs it. to go make a play for <laughs> I him. I mean, you watch the Eagles game and A.J. Brown on his first touchdown... He, it's a it's an interceptable ball, and A.J. Brown just goes and makes a play. Just somebody make a play. Make a damn play. 
Well, Justin Fields making plenty of plays. We did not have A.J. Brown yet. So <laughs> I have a level of confidence in the quarterback right now that I definitely did not have like four weeks ago. Yeah, so let's rewind back along those lines. and let's, 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 let's take out throwing the football for a second. Let's just talk about the fact that he used to trip over random Bears offensive linemen's feet and not really have much feel in the pocket or and his escapability. I'm like, how is he not getting away from that? We're not seeing that at all. This dude is out there in space making people miss and picking up huge yardage. You can see that he is getting way more comfortable with what he needs to do to keep plays alive. That's huge. And then late in the game today, he's just relaxed, delivering the football. It's it's looking a whole lot better. It's super exciting. Yeah, 33 points last week, 29 this week, both on the road, both against good defenses. It, I mean, yeah, we're getting to a point now where the the offense is no longer the problem. And who would have thought that after the Giants game? You know, it's the revelation of this team. That's the silver lining of today is Justin Fields is becoming a good quarterback. If the defense had held up their end of the bargain, and yes, David Montgomery also holds some responsibility into the score because he fumbles it and Micah Parsons Goes back the other way. Justin Fields could have touched him down, so I guess we have to add Justin into this. But overall, they could have played in a shootout today if the shootout would have been reasonable. No, they're not ready for a 40-point, 49-point shootout, but they're ready for some you know, upper 20s, low 30-point shootout games. And you know, early in the season, this team would have never been capable to hang in a game like that. And now I feel like they are. And that's a huge testament to Justin Fields because this offense still has a big talent deficiency on it. And they're still finding ways to score points. Good stuff from uh, GM Jake Flanagan, by the way. Bears allowed the most points, 49 since 2014, 55 at Green Bay. Today was the 10th most points allowed by the Bears ever. So if you want to put in historic uh, context, there it is. That ain't great, but again, this year was uh, this year was about can't please let the quarterback get better. Let let's get a let's get a base that we actually have someone back there who can play the position, and it ain't over yet. But it is very much trending that way. And I I mean you're I, what did you say at uh, you got to well I just go back to as you look that up yeah um, two twenty three p.m. on October thirty yeah yeah two twenty three p.m. October the thirtieth Hogue declares Fields quarterback bears what did i that's that's what you said at 2 23 p.m today sunday october the 30th adam hogue declares that the chicago bears have a quarterback i think i declared that justin fields is good okay fine good enough that's what that's what i think i said okay um i didn't mean to but that's even more like move your words around no but it's it's just yeah he is you said something early on the season i keep coming back to it was like maybe as after the texans game that they won but you said, you said, we all know what this is supposed to look like, and this ain't it. Right. Now, it's, now it feels like the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Right. Like, forget the numbers. Forget, you know, it's just like, what is this supposed to look like? When the Bears have the ball, what do you feel confident, confident in? You feel like they can make a play right now with the quarterback. You do. You do. You know, when he's dropping back, you're not dreading when he throws the ball. When There's they- a couple very calm dropbacks. He throws it, you know the guy's going to be open because he's throwing it so smoothly. When they run it on third and three and they don't get it, we're all complaining because we're like, give just, you said it, 
give the best player on your team right. the ball. We wouldn't have said that at the beginning. At the beginning of the year, you've been like, oh, well, they need to run the ball because the quarterback can't make the play. Right, we're now he's making the plays. Yeah, we're talking about the wildcat play which with snap right to Montgomery. It's like, why would you? No, start with your start with the See, with I disagree. I, I, I disagree. You're using that play is designed to use Justin Th- Fields' legs as a threat. They're worried about it. You zone read it. David Montgomery made the right read. The offensive line didn't block a big number 90 right in the middle. You got to still block it up. Whatever you call it, you still have to block it up. Don't Everyone you, was so mad about that play call. It's like the players have to execute too. Don't you think that Fields is better, though, making the read than Montgomery? He made the right read. Go watch the replay. I, Fields was the edge. I, the edge guy, and it may have been Micah Parsons, stayed with Justin Fields. You don't hand it off to Justin Fields if the guy stays with him. Go back and watch that play. If he gives the ball to Justin, he gets tackled in the backfield. Okay, okay. Rewinding back, I'm not saying that he made the wrong read. I'm just saying that I would rather have Fields make the read, have the ball in his hands. We don't need to get super cute with, and it's not, it's not going to keep me up at night. But I would rather the ball snap to Justin Fields and he can read the defense and whether Montgomery gets it or he keeps it or he throws it. I just like that better. For the record, they ran it again later and it worked because they blocked it. Okay, I, I, I'm will. If I see success with it, maybe I'll I'll start warming up. Maybe I'm just that guy that I need to see it work. And when I see the, what that, that player's like, would you just give the ball to Fields? Come on, man! The, yeah. the, the dude's doing everything for you. Why do we got to take it away from him? But okay, Getzy, uh, you're listen, I, Luke Getzy, you 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 are in this positive uh, Justin Fields Fields guide. You're you're you and your quarterback are on the same they're page. Clicking. Yeah, they're clicking. They've been clicking since the Vikings game, and, and that's why I I. To me, that's what matters most. The offense is making strides, like legitimate strides. They still don't have a lot of weapons. Right. That's the biggest. They still don't have a great offensive line. And the offense coordinator seems to have a plan. There's going to be a bad call in every game, regardless of what you're coaching. Offense, defense, special teams. You're going to make a bad call throughout the course of a game. Um there's there's rhythm. There's a plan in place. And the quarterback is executing the plan as much as he possibly can with the lack of help that he has. The other thing I do want to point out in this Fields Guide is Justin Fields' toughness, his ability to move on to the next play, to hang in there when sometimes his team makes a mistake. Valus Jones drops a pass, next play. He almost throws a pick, but it gets called back because of a helmet-to-helmet. Next play, he throws a strike to Nikhil Harry. The defense continues to give up points. He goes out there and continues to drive the ball down the field and score points of his own. Justin Fields, and he's shown this so many different weeks, the Washington game was probably the biggest example of it. He shows so much physical and mental toughness, and I love this. I love that out of him as our quarterback. He's a tough SOB. Ditto, and he has believed in himself through a little bit of up, a little bit of down, maybe a lot of down. Hung through it, and wow, just imagining actual, real weapons. It's on you, Ryan Pace, to f- find him some. And by the way, of the tread deadline uh, coming up on Tuesday. So I don't, I mean, I'm not anticipating that anything's going to happen, but I wouldn't hate if something happened here if he felt like it was worth giving up uh, some mid round draft pick to help him out the rest of the way this year and just let that develop, marinate into next season. I would not be opposed. Remember when I said pregame that Justin Fields was going to go off in fantasy? Yeah, you did. You 26 points. Ouch for you. And 
And me too. Would, I started Kyler Murray over him. I've been doing. I was, who cares about our fantasy teams? But yeah, no, I know. But the play you, is to start Justin Fields in fantasy. That's now four weeks in a row. He's a top three, top four quarterback in fantasy. There are moments though where, like, legitimately, fantasy football has to do with actual football. Like Real right life. now, he has. You, you said this pregame. He has been one of the top fantasy quarterbacks the last couple weeks. Yep. Now, now it's four weeks. Now it's four weeks in a row. He's giving you. That means he's scoring. That means he is being a positive influence, influence plus player for your offense, resulting in points. And um, for the record, the guy I decided to play over Justin Fields today was Trevor Lawrence. Huge mistake. Fields has been the best quarterback from this draft class recently. Right, so like, and it's not even close. We, Just recently. Well, Head of content, Kevin Kadick brought it up when we were sitting around. Would if they redrafted the draft right now, is Fields the first quarterback taken? And you, there's, it, I'm sure it's it's a debate, but he probably is. He, it's yep. he, because he, him and Lawrence are close enough, and Justin has the dual threat. And when you watch what Jalen Hurts is doing right now, you're gonna go for the dual threat. Yeah, that's a it's an interesting conversation. I I think most people would probably still say Trevor Lawrence because he no had, they won it. He's been <laughs> they might Lawrence but, has still been good. I think he's going through a little bit of an adjustment period, and that's going to happen here too. I mean, teams are going to adjust to what Fields is doing. It's not going to look great every week, but I'm 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 very very encouraged. I'm also very very encouraged by this incredible super chat that just came in. This is the second the Duke, time doing this. Again. The Duke. The Duke is the man. The Duke keeps Duke. And through. if I called Paul's pace, I that's a loaf and that's terrible. And oh, I should a, be. That's at least ninety nine dollars into the. Uh, I got to do something. Jar. Uh, a nine. $99.99 super chat. Duke. Number one, can we really declare Justin is the guy when all his good plays were in garbage oh, time? come on, Duke. Which started halfway through the first quarter. Also, hashtag don't pay Roquan. Love you guys. We love you too, Duke. Bit Duke, of a bummer. Got to be completely honest, though. Disagree with 76% of that message, though. Um... Shout out Tevin Jenkins. This was a one possession game in the third quarter. Yeah, it was 28-24. T- three. They battled back. T- yeah, they should have went. They, right. <laughs> Braggs wanted Braggs wanted the old Just school go for one. Goal. Kick the kick the extra point, Whatever, right? Extra point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but, my prediction No, it wasn't all in garbage time. No, it was not an all in garbage time. Also, he like I can't wait to go back and watch this tape. Like he had a number of good passing plays in this game. Listen, the th- let's just go back to the Bayless throw. That was an incredible throw right on the money, and it's in your hands. And, yes, you were a little bit extended, but that, I mean, you cannot ask for more from a quarterback. By the way, he's also throwing to Bayless Jones, who has the catch radius of a six-year-old. So it, it's it, he's really dropping it in a very tiny bucket. You mean 66-year-old? I meant six, it's but like maybe maybe that, it may be 66. It's that gif of that little girl catching the ball, <laughs> and it, like, hits her in the face. Oh, man. And, and Valus, Valus, Valus. Oh, Duke saying it was a joke, and he oh super chatted ten bucks to say that. <laughs> Damn, we, Damn Duke. Duke, we're slow apparently on this set. Yeah, sarcasm so. doesn't come through. Yeah, in the text. Sar- you got to use the sarcasm font. Yeah, you need the sarcasm font, Duke. He was being sarcastic. Duke, chat. Duke's in there like, you think I'm spending ninety nine ninety nine to rip on the team? I so I was confused. I, I apologize, Duke. I feel like I need to refund you ten dollars now, <laughs> Duke. That's a good job. <laughs> we're we're all growing here, but a lot of lot a lot a lot a lot of solid throws today. 
and and congratulations, Cole Komet. You got in the end zone. First you ra- touchdown since 2020. Dude's running free. Put it right on <laughs> him. Let's go 85. Wow. Wow. Did someone say in the pregame show, I mean, I hate to toot my own but did it? You should so- save it for uh, I was right, I was wrong. I should save it for I was right, I was wrong. When does that segment start? <laughs> we can do it next. <laughs> okay. We can do it next, but first, uh, we've got to tell you about our friends at Shady Race because they never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, and they set out to change that. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, too, is their ridiculous lost and broken replacement policy. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they'll replace them. No questions asked. You drop them in a lake... Which maybe Valus Jones Jr. would do. You, you, you drop off a clip. Anything. Thank you to Lawrence for listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> they'll replace them. Even with the strong protection program, uh, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you is really, really good. And Shady Ray's customers seem to agree because they have over 200,000 five-star reviews. They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. And this is exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's right. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. And game time, game time tickets. It's the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than ever to get the best deals, sports, concerts, shows. Let's take a quick look, if I may, because there is a Blackhawks game tonight. I asked everybody here at CHGO if they wanted to go. Everybody looked at me and said, I've had enough of you. So I had to... Uh, <laughs> no, man. We got- you want to invite me to the Bulls game? I don't want to go with you to the Blackhawks See, game. Well, at least he's being... I okay, I'm being honest, too. I have some pumpkin carving to do tonight. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Okay. I mean, I, James like, Hogue Hog is at home waiting to, to carve some pumpkins, no, I, I, so... Uh, I, I, you and your Blackhawks tickets, I, I apologize, but that ain't happening. Yeah, well, you can get in for Blackhawks right now for 37 bucks, uh, with a beautiful upper-level United Center uh, Sunday night Who ticket. are you bringing now? We, we, uh, we're going to <laughs> – we've got uh, original intern, The Naked Truth About Sports 1998, for somebody who really knows my career. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> It's time for yes. the Naked Truth About Sports, Benedetto. Oh, this was a good show. Uh, Mike Chorney, diehard Hawks fan, we will be enjoying the Blackhawks tonight. But at uh, any rate, the point is that uh, if you love CHGO, then you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Value, tickets, games, Game Time tickets. Download the Game Time app. All right, we have a new segment to debut. It's called I Was Right, I Was Wrong. Carm, you're about to tell us something you were right about, so why don't you start? Well, I guess I'll just lean back into Cole Komet because I did 
see that the Detroit Lions used their tight end time and time again last week, and I'm like, this is going to be a good week for Cole Komet. I listened to the great offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, talk so beautifully about Cole Komet. He's going to do something today. I actually wanted more, but I'm going to throw it under the I was right umbrella because he did get in the end zone, and we celebrated. So way to go, Cole Komet. Way to go, I was right, Carm. Braggs. What were you wrong about? What were you wrong about? Uh, well, by the way, I was also right about Khalil Herbert, and I said to take the over. That came in. What was I? And I also took the Cowboys, and uh, I said that they would that they would cover. Man, Carmen's on fire here. What was I wrong about? Oh, man, I had I did, you just reminded me I had the Bears covering too, and yeesh. Uh, never doubt that. Didn't never happen. a doubt. Let me think. What was I wrong? What was Carm wrong about? I hmm. said there'd be a letdown. Was right about that. So I mean, things. I don't know. I got to think about what I was wrong you about. Were right about everything. Was, I, was, I, I was. I'll tell you what I was right about. I was right about the Bears not being able to stop the run at all today. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, and that's basically what I expect. I, I didn't think they'd give up forty nine points, but I didn't think they'd be able to stop the run. They didn't. Um, I'll tell you where I was, I was wrong. wrong about pretty much everything else. I think I sat here on the pregame. I said low scoring game. 1916. I didn't start Justin Fields in fantasy. That was a mistake. I thought it was a terrible matchup from that standpoint. You said the Cowboys would win, so you got that right. I I did. I had the Bears covering. I was wrong about that. So I'll throw in the I was wrong. I on the offensive line. I was way more worried about Riley Reek. We barely heard his name today. So pending watching yeah, the film, I think he passed the test. Give the, up that he, one sack, to, uh, yeah. Lawrence. But o- overall, um, overall, yeah. I think the O line played a pretty, considering everything, a pretty decent game today. Yeah, you put up 29 points, I would say so. Uh, you know, I wasn't right about much. I mean, obviously, I picked the Cowboys to win, but at a much closer margin of victory that, uh, for the Cowboys than what ended up being the case. So, ultimately, was wrong about the blowout. Uh, was wrong about how many points would be scored in the third quarter. Uh, tried to give you a second half over-under. I think that still would have been eclipsed had that not been locked on DraftKings. Um you know, I was wrong about this. The potential to stop the run today was one of my most important keys. Uh, I thought with Ezekiel Elliott out, that that change of pace back, you know, the the dual threat back, they've had that cooking all year with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. They didn't miss Zeke one bit today. So I guess those were the things I was wrong about. One thing I would like to say that I was right about, I don't know if we talked, we didn't talk about it in the pregame or anything like that, but dating back to last year at the start of camp, I said Khalil Herbert was a player at camp before anybody said he was a player. Let's and go. I was right about that. You and damn I ass like, were. I don't have an issue with David Montgomery. We were joking around during the game about it. But to me, you know, the more they play, the more it's obvious, and I know Bears fans hate hearing this, but it's just more that it's obvious they are not going to pay David Montgomery. Khalil Herbert is just as good a back as David Montgomery is. David has different traits that he's better at than Khalil Herbert, but Khalil Herbert is just as talented, and you just simply do not pay running backs top dollar. Of course, if he takes a team-friendly deal, that could change the circumstances about bringing I'm not saying I don't want him on my football team. I'm just saying it's not going to be a big need to pay him, and he's probably going to get paid elsewhere but the reason that is the case is because Khalil Herbert is a very talented player, and I was right about that. 
I'm not 100% certain that I agree with the they won't pay him and that he's going to get the money elsewhere and that it's, he's going to become cost prohibitive. And, but if you are right about that, trade deadline Tuesday, it would be a huge blow to that locker room, and I don't think they'll do it. But if, that's, if that is how they're thinking, then they should deal him. First of all, I, yeah, I, I, I think we're just kind of looking at this wrong. Like, is anyone out there saying David Montgomery should get top dollar for running back? Right. Is anybody? Right. That's what I'm like saying. Anybody? Right. No one. I, nobody thinks the, he's top. The, the, no, the, no, no one the, thinks he's a top end running the, back. The league I, is not going to pay him, which is why I think he'll yeah, end up here. No. Yeah. So it, if there's a, like, what what contract is he going to get out there that blows blows anyone away? Exactly. It, it, honestly, the team that's in the best position to sign David Montgomery. Is the Bears and their hundred and twenty plus million dollar right. salary cap space that they have? So I I think there is a chance David Montgomery can be here in the future without breaking a huge bank, because even if he does get all the way to the free agent market, I don't think there's gonna be some deal that just blows you away. He is not. He doesn't even produce like one of the top running backs. He looks. In the he, he looks nothing like Tony Pollard. <laughs> nothing but 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 I also I'm not I say all that with what I'm getting at is they should bring him back all right because I think that he what he does that Khalil Herbert doesn't we were talking about this during the game David Montgomery always gets that extra yard always and if there's one flaw for me in Khalil Herbert's game right now is he doesn't always get the extra he, in some in fact there's many runs where I'm like he should have gotten two more yards yeah that, dro- that third and one like it was like, I thought that was, was third like, and one the whole really? time it was actually third and three yeah. I was like, wh- how did he, what? How was, I, 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 was, I, I didn't understand that, and it was because Khalil Herbert apparently stepped out of bounds before he should have. So I, I, I think there is a world in which David Montgomery can still yeah, be on I the team. I guess the question year. is the price tag. Because I like yeah. what he brings to the team. I like the one-two punch with Montgomery and Herbert and how they offset each other. It's just a matter of what he's going to cost. And that I don't know. I, I truly don't. And to your point, you know, I don't know what the running back trade market is, but if if I'll put it to you, Adam, since you're so hardlined and saying we that the Bears should bring David Montgomery back, if the Buffalo Bills offer a second round pick for David Montgomery, are you making the trade? Oh yeah, for in, a second round in pick, five yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, because the Bills' second round pick will be what pick number sixty four. True, something just, like that. Just like something to keep in mind with you, the Eagles trade, but. So, you know what scares me about the whole I would trade this for draft pick thing and you look at the success that pulls out. Well, he got Braxton Jones and he got Dominic Robinson. I've said all this and you got Trenton Gill. I've even put in there in the seventh round. But you're not always going to hit. Yeah, he so, also got Velas. Right. So he, so there, <laughs> And then there's Velas in the third round. But, look, you you want picks. You have to believe in your GM. And if somebody, I don't think I, no one's. I don't. I just don't think anyone's given it a second round pick. I, I'm not trading him for a fourth. I don't either. But I'm just saying the Bills are in a win now, win the Super Bowl right now this year. Maybe they would. Hey, listen, and th- that would be the type of team that would down, do it. Right. That would be crazy. A second round pick. Well, for them, Jeez, it's I the mean, 64th pick. Which you could might still as well go be the top and, of the and then you could round. still go sign them in the offseason. 
Right. <laughs> I, I love cake and eat it too. Like wow, that would be a, no. I mean, I mean, they could they could go. They're not going to do this, but they could go bring back Robert Quinn. The Eagles have already said we're not bringing him back. This is a one year rental, and the Bears are going to pay for it, and we'll give you a fourth round draft pick. He's a free as a bird yeah. if you want to bring him back. We have. Uh, I want to get some super chats, but first, there's a there's a tweet here from Will Dewitt. He's not able to join us on the show today, but he had this great tweet, so I want to make sure we put it in here. Um, this is Justin Fields. Since the quote-unquote mini-buy, so really the last two games, but 330 passing yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 142 rushing yards over those two games, two rushing touchdowns. So that's 472 total yards of offense and five touchdowns. That is a huge step in the right direction over the last two games. I mean, if you polled Bears fans right now, went around the city, who believes in fields, who doesn't believe in fields? What is the ratio right now? Is that 90% to 10%? I mean, it's a big change from even a month ago. Huge change. Right. Huge, Huge change. movement. Yeah, right. We are in a... In both those games on the road, too. I mean, against good teams. It's not like it was, you know, a home and a road split and two crappy teams. You know, I know the Patriots have offensive struggles, but defensively, they're a good team. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm telling you, just it. This is this is what it's supposed to look like this season. Right? Like, he's not a superstar yet. He's not playing like, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. No one's saying that. But this was the progress that everybody was hoping to see this season. And, and now Dol you just got to keep it going. And the Dolphins gave up 30-plus points or something like that to the Detroit Lions here today. And now they come to Soldier Field. So now, you, now you're not on the road. Now you're at home against a team that gave up Quite a bit of points to the Lions. So, Braggs is calling a win already. Well, I definitely feel good about how many points they're going to put up. I'm I need that defense to bounce back next week in a big way. So, come out to the tailgate. Or, I mean, get, get ready for the game. That's a segue. And then watch Justin Fields drop or, or, 400 yards of offense and six touchdowns on the Dolphins. I mean, or, early uh, ahead for next week, I, I – We'll be picking the Bears to win that football game, and it'll just be by how much? Wow! Let's go. <laughs> Jesus, that's Giving not, away I your do, picks. I, I do. I, I think there's going to be a major Allen Williams with the defense. Hey, Robert Quinn is gone. You guys uh, are going to have to step into the void, and I expect you to do it now. And I expect you to to be there for the Chicago Bears versus Miami Dolphins game and the official CHGO tailgate. The best in the city, all food and drinks included with the ticket. We'll see you at 8 a.m. Roosevelt of Michigan. Brian Souter, who made money off of my Khalil Herbert thing, who's in the chat. You better be there too. You live in the neighborhood. Let's go. Allchgo.com. Allchgo. We got people coming all the way from Israel. To come That's to this true. tailgate. Confirmed. So, Let's if you're go. in the city, As confirmed. no excuses. Get out there. We'll have breakfast, food, and drink. Bre and then we'll have the tailgate specials that you're always used to as far as leading you to the game. And, and as as ever, however uh, lubed up that you want to be going into the game, it'll be there for you. Don't drink and drive. Let's uh let's DD. fly let's fly through some of these super chats right now. DD's got a ten dollar super chat saying JF1 is the guy. Taking a shot of Malort in his honor. Way to do your Sunday you have, right, DD. You have at that Malort. Yeah, I will not have that Malort. I will. We'll leave you to it, DD. I, I'll, I will. He's with, not DDing if he's drinking yeah, Malort. Yeah, how you DD Malort guy? 
Well, hey, DD could stand for a lot of things. In yeah. honor of DD, though, when I get home, drunk and, and disorderly, also and, is DD. And I'm carving <laughs> those pumpkins later. I will, I will pour some of uh, the crown you left me last week. There you go. And the Woodford Reserve you left me. What a night for you, right? Let's have a carve pu- some pumpkins. Let's have uh, a pumpkin. Can I? Can I just make a quick suggestion that you do that after carving pumpkins? The pumpkin, you, the knife, and the pumpkins. It's a weird. Not easy. You don't want to be careful. That's go true. Right through I should show you the bull's pumpkin that I did last year. You'd be oh. ver- very impressed by it. Okay. I can't wait. I, I believe in your skills, buddy. We have, we have, we have, we have high standards. Uh, there's no way in hell I'm going to do something that complicated tonight. I'm going to do something nice and easy, a couple triangles and a smiley face, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole, the, the creative land that you're living in right now, even doing that is, a, is way above my pay scale over here. <sighs> Lawrence, can you read some of these super Oh, chats? sure. This Thank is you. from Anthony Ortiz. Uh, he says, can we talk about how Fields is looking like the best QB out of his draft class? 120 passer rating, three tutties. God, bleep, bear down. Anthony, you're you're with us. I'm assuming you wrote that before we started talking about it, but you're right. Bear down indeed. He's he's doing it. It's awesome to see. We have a poll up. Uh, CHGO underscore bears on Twitter. Just went out. Early results. But it's basically, do you approve... It's an approval rating for Justin Fields so far in election season. Um, 94%. There it is. There it is. 94%. All right. Bird is the word. $5 super chat. Is Uh, this uh, Demir Bird who had a big day for the Falcons? Justin Fields is getting better and better every week. But if we had real playmakers at the wide receiver position, the game would have been a lot closer. You know what I did like today on the playmakers was Darnell Mooney and Fields look like they're back on the same page at least a lot more of the time, so that was good to see. But you are right, sir. More, more playmakers, good. Braggs, you look like yeah. you want to say something. No, I, that's I, the the offense did their job today. Sure, if they have more playmakers, maybe they put up more points. They need they need talent on both sides of the ball too. I mean, they need talent on that defensive line. Obviously, I mean, I think one of the other questions, I'm sure we'll get to it. It might have been a super chat. Um, yeah, it is. At the top, Bear Forever 14. What's the first position the Bears must address? I mean, obviously, it Great question. depends on where you fall in the draft. But I want it desperately to be wide receiver. You know, the, but the Bears also do need a lot of help on the defensive line. For today, the Bears scored enough on offense with Pettis and St. Brown and Cole Komet, they did their job. It was the defense that didn't do enough today to hold up their end of the bargain and make this a game. So, uh, But ultimately, uh, yeah, I want more offense. I need a wide receiver for Justin Fields to help just, Mooney. Just picture like what you've seen from Fields the last couple weeks with two other amazing receivers on the field. Right. Like Get one in free agency. Get one in the draft. They have one wide receiver right now. That can adjust to balls in the air and help a quarterback when the ball's not always perfectly thrown. Like the opening play to EQ. Definitely underthrown, probably by two yards, more than it should be ever missed. But, like, Mooney could have adjusted to that ball in the air and potentially caught it. Nobody else on the team can. And that's the problem right now. Okay, so... You can't always... Why do you think that goal ball went to EQ? Why do you think the other one went to Valus Jones? Right, because they're put, shifting all their attention to Darnell Mooney. So you add two more wide receivers to this team that can go up and get the ball, adjust to it when it's not perfectly thrown. Now you can get Mooney the ball more in those situations. Now you have these guys that can go up and help Justin Fields when it's not perfectly thrown. What he's doing right now is really impressive. You add two more 
electric wide receivers, guys like that who can actually make plays for you, make a play, make a damn play. Like, how many times did I say that during the game today? A lot. It was it was annoying after that, a while. Then you're going to see, if you wonder, like, why Justin Fields' passing yards aren't higher, there's a huge reason right there why they're not higher. And I will, I agree with everything you just said. And, hey, Ryan Poles, congratulations. You, I'm announcing you the winner on your seventh round trade uh, draft pick for Nikhil Harry. He... Uh, for a seventh-round pick, dude's big, dude's in the end zone, Fields is finding him. I'm, I'm interested to see more. I, I, yeah. That, that's, he looks like a legitimate option for um, Justin Fields, another big body that they sorely need because all they have is Cole Komet, who just found his way into the end zone as well today. Exactly. Like, nothing exactly looks like that on the Bears roster. Like, oh, there's a big dude who's a- able to create a, a you know, little – I'm more physical than you, and you can just throw it to me right here. I've got the defender boxed out. Throw me the ball. It's a touchdown. There it is. Very nice. Good job. Let's 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 see if he can get a little bit better here and contribute more as we go along. But that was good to see today. All right, what else we got here? All right, this is from John Davis. Uh, he says that – let me hit publish. There we go. Justin played an amazing game and did his job. Roquan can't say he wants to reset the market and then do a Danny Phantom impersonation and go ghost. Ghost. Roquan's going to hear it this week, right? It's just – I'm sure when I go back and watch the tape, it'll be better than I thought, but, like, it, will it? I don't think so. They gave up 40, 42 – yeah, points on defense. I mean, Oso's in the chat saying, you know, why aren't we talking about Allen Williams? And this is one point uh, I will agree with him on. Allen Williams' scheme in the first half has been killing us all season long. You know, all you know, we always try to look on the bright side or the silver lining, um, you know, at, le- at least I do as a fan. Uh, and their second-half adjustments have been great all year, but he's 100% correct. And there's very few games this season, maybe short of – the Patriots and Washington games where the defense consistently comes out flat, not ready to play. They do make the adjustments for the most part, except for today. Today was the first time they just completely got their doors blown off. But for the most part, yeah, uh, the whatever the game plan is. And the thing that was frustrating for me as a fan, and that's why I'd love to get in Corey Wooten's here. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of thoughts on this tomorrow with you guys at noon is I didn't really know what the adjustment could be for today. Like the Giants game, it was obvious. Stop the play-action rollout with the quarterback, Daniel Jones. With the Vikings, it was obvious. Stop playing off Justin Jefferson. Get on him. Jam him. You know, do something to slow his route up. Today, the Cowboys offense was beating the Bears in every facet of the game. Throwing, passing, quarterbacks, you know, designed runs. I my head was spinning by the end of the day and I couldn't really I can't tell you what they could have done to slow that Dallas offense down. I just think it was a talent defi- talent disparity. Good point. Because I the one thing I think we just got to keep your the Cowboys are good. I, I should have used that for I was right, I was wrong, that part of the segment cuz that was one thing I did say in the pregame show. Like I, I guess it's part of why I'm not freaking out about this loss. I mean, the 49 points, it's bad. I've I've kind of thought all season that I wasn't completely sold on this defense with some of the stats that have been out there, like them only giving up five points in the second half on average. You know, there's there's some flaws here. But let's just point out, this was the best team they've played this season. Yeah. And I'm not sure it's close. 
Like the Vikings are the next best team, probably. Yep. Okay, the 49ers, like, I don't know. They're they're okay. Like, this Cowboys team is legitimately good, okay? And once again, I mean, they, they have holes in the roster, the Bears do. And when they play these good teams, they're probably going to have two more games like this I can envision coming up in this season. The Eagles and the Bills. Yep. Like, I, those are just going to be two games we're going to go in there and say, yeah, they're probably just going to yep. lose. They just don't have, quite have that much talent to hang. There's going to be other games maybe against the Vikings that they can potentially pull Dolphins. out. The Dolphins. You know, there's going to be other games that they have a legitimate chance to win. And even in this one, they had it down to four points. Four or five. Five points. Five because they didn't take the dang extra point. In the third quarter. Listen, <laughs> Not to completely blow up the Cowboys because it kind of makes me nauseous, but they were winning games with Cooper Rush. Yes, <laughs> I mean I don't I don't know how you couldn't have been impressed by that. I mean they they didn't they lost their quarterback and they didn't miss a beat and they had some people on this show wondering out loud if Cooper Rush was better than Justin Fields. I don't know who said that, but whoever did erase that tape. So uh, listen, <laughs> they you tweeted it. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think I tweeted. Find it. I don't. Tweet. I don't think oh, I. Oh, you better delete that receipt if that's right out now. there. Uh, well, good thing we're gonna have an edit button on Twitter. Oh, it was. It was like during a game. Yes. You were like, "Should I tweet this?" And I yeah. was like, "Let's put an edit button on there know. so and everybody th- can lie about what they tweeted." That's a good idea. And then, and then I think I think you threw another interception, and then I think you tweeted it. Did I say I give up on Cooper? I hope I did. I don't know. I don't think I ever tweeded. But, Maybe you but, didn't. Uh, yeah, you're smart. Brags, don't go down there. I've, I've, I'm so, you're, all you're going to see is brilliance on my tweets. That's what you're going to find. All right, let's. Uh, can we, let me pick out a super chat. Can I? Oh, please do. Uh, let's see here. Bear Forever fourteen. I'm happy about the performance with Justin Fields, but my God, that defensive performance made me so mad today. What the hell was that? Bear Forever 14, just know that you're not alone. We are, there is there is perhaps a support group being formed right now for the Bears defense the rest of the season. We're going to meet at the House of Pancakes on Wednesdays I for have? the intervention. What about a Walker Brothers? Can we go upper level, get the, get the. Uh, yeah. Intervention meeting on Wednesdays, the Waffle House. German pancake with uh, lemon and, uh, and some powdered <laughs> sugar. Mm, the so the other thing that threw people off about this game was the Cowboys did not play well against the Lions last week. And had they, they I think, the first more half. people, but yeah. three quarters. But then they pull away. Three. Let the record show that the only thing I can find on Twitter about you he saying He did, and Cooper, I tried to find yeah, it, too. The only person who tweeted I did. Is, is Greg Bragg. Yeah, I called, <laughs> I called him out. Yeah, Greg Bragg tweeted it. that you said that. Yeah, I snitched you on him. You did not tweet. tweet. I snitched yeah. on him. I just brought up an interesting talking point on the show for, di- for, for, for discourse. Thank you very much. Interesting but. and wrong. <laughs> Interesting and he, hey, look, so the guy played Cooper Rush was that playing could be well. the name of the show, by the way. Interesting and wrong. New segment. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> Just in general, this is this podcast. Uh, all right, what else we got? Here? Alan Riniak, you want to do that one? He already put Mark up. Let's oh, hit Mark, Mark first here. Uh, he says, hey, boys, still Sunday here in England at 8.20 p.m. It's 9 o'clock now. Uh, NFL Game Pass was down worldwide during the first half and only caught the second half. Bears need a three-tech. You're right. Wait, something was wrong with NFL Game Pass? No down. way. Yeah, ain't it? No way. They're really going out with a bang. <laughs> How know? the NFL can have by far the worst streaming platform yeah. is is 
embarrassing, and they and never show any interest in ever. Fixing I've been it. so against it going to whatever streaming platform it's going to. They're not helping me make my case all season. The NFL ticket so was down bad. like the first two weeks of the season too. But One, it's better if Amazon gets it or if Apple gets it because if the NFL puts it in their own hands, it's going to be a disaster. One of the things I've learned this season is how well organized you are with things like streaming, your TVs, your the, just the way you streamline the show. You're very good at that. Maybe there, I think there could be a role with the Bears for you streaming together what they need to do come 2023 when we are <laughs> Super Bowl contenders. Who's with me? Bears Super Bowl contender 2023. Let's go. Well, I'm going to give Bill Simmons a shout-out for a second because he sometimes talks about how he and Cousin Sal should be like in charge of um, – you know how Sunday Ticket has the eight box, like all the games going on at the same time, and like they're sometimes showing the wrong game, like they don't, they're not really paying attention to which game's interesting and all this stuff. He's like, they should just put somebody like us who sits at home every Sunday and consumes this product in charge of this, and yes. it would be way better. That's how I feel about some of this stuff. I'm in a very, very hot Bill Simmons run right now. I literally every t- night I go to bed, I just put I put on a I put on his pod and it puts me right to sleep. And then I wake up three in the morning and I listen to ten more minutes. The guy's incredible. He's really good at his job, and I think he should have that job. Okay. Fine, but whatever you're doing right now, make sure you finish this podcast. Don't go. Yeah, no, no. Middle of the night. I was just actually. trying to bring up a comp for. Uh, middle of the I night. I agree with you. I should be in charge of everything. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll. You can have that gig. I when it, it comes to, to streaming and NFL consumption. Well, yep, I can't wait for Carbs notes later. Let's get to Alex because uh, you were you were calling for. <laughs> I got some of. good ones. Uh, he said uh, linebacker is not an important position in the first place. Maybe tag him, uh, Roquan Smith, but can't give him a big deal. Yeah, Cannot. I think that's where Cannot. it's going. I agree. I gotta be honest with you. If someone's willing to, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. If someone's willing to say give it. you like a second round pick for Roquan right now, I might do it. Well, th- you know what would be even more interesting is if Ryan Poles would do it. Well, yeah. Here's why, I w- why I'm not sold. Because if you – okay, now I'm going to talk myself out of what I just said. Because if you – like, let's say you make that trade. Well, now you got to get another good linebacker. And Nichols Morrill kind of proven that that's not that easy to do. Like, you can't just go out and right. pay any old inside linebacker right. that's to why come you- in. So you're going to have to probably draft one anyway. Exactly. And so now you're going to use that second round pick on a worse Roquan Smith. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, it, and so what? The price of tagging these guys is not that bad. Without you have a ton of cap space. Exactly. Yeah, but when you That's go why to, you tag him. You he's the hardest so, soul of your defense. You have so many holes to yeah. fill. There, you can tag him, and it's only a one-year commitment. That's why you have to do it. You have other holes to fill first. So I do think that's in theory. Okay, just tag him, pay him the going rate. It, it's one year. It fits. However, that you're forgetting that this is also a human being when you do that. He just went through a negotiation right. this year. He could hold out. And, and well, forget. No, and I, I'm not even talking about the hold. I'm talking about his mindset coming out each week and the way he prepares. And I don't think that necessarily changes if he gets the deal that he's looking for, that all of a sudden Roquan becomes this consistent player that every single week you know exactly what you're going to get because I think time has proven that you just this is what you're going to get from Roquan. Some weeks he's going to look elite, and some weeks you're going to be sitting there after the game scratching your head and say, where was he? But I also think if you just keep putting this down the road, it, it's, it's, it's just you're messing with him. I, I don't, it's not what if you really want. If you tag want. him, he has ideal. no choice but to play well 
because eventually he will lose that tag. Counterpoint, isn't he in that situation right now? He's not really playing well. No. And, I mean, they did the same thing to Allen Robinson and, he, and eventually fell off the cliff. Might not necessarily Who? this Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fell off the cliff. I mean, See, look, our I, old friend Chris Hine, who used to cover the Blackhawks, now he covers the, the Timberwolves in Minnesota, he just tweeted, did anybody's 49ers-Rams game in Minneapolis just switch to the Simpsons? <laughs> I could do this better. What is wrong with the NFL? Well, maybe they had to show the Halloween. You know, those Halloween Simpsons used to be legendary. You know, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe they went back to that. I, I am pro one of two things, with one of three things with Roquan. Either A, if you're not going to sign him and it will suck right now and I don't want them to do this. And I, and I thought that uh, your buddy Adam Johns made a great point. But I did, look, three down linebackers, they're not everywhere. You don't. Roquan is 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 the best player on the Bears' defense. I don't think that's even arguable. So I'm not looking to to move him. But if they're not going to sign him, if they're just going to tag him, then then and you can make a decent trade, then I would say, okay, let's let's take the pain now of him not being here and and know who the Bears are this year and play for actually trying to do the whole damn thing next year in a, in a prolific way in Fields' third year and get yourself. Uh, a, a, a second round pick if you can, and then uh, you know, or you're going to sign him and and make him a part of your future. That I I just don't think you can. I don't I don't want them to middle it. I I don't want to see him play on the franchise tag next year. Well, I don't care what you want. We're tagging him. <laughs> <laughs> Bragg's already tagged him. We're tagging him. Uh, shout out to uh, Tom Gill Martin who won the uh, Justin. Fields figurine giveaway. There you go. Tom there you go, Tom. So, hey, we uh, follow each other on Twitter, Tom. Big T. Mm, see, that should have made him uh, ineligible. Did you did you rig this for Gilmore? I didn't. Was this yeah. he, Suspicious. I knew if I, I, as soon as Way I bring down our credibility, mouth, like, here we go. No, it's a coincidence. <laughs> God. All right, uh, let's get to more super chats. And, uh, Carm, get your notes ready, okay? Did you actually bring a yellow pad this yes, week? Yes, I got it. Notes on a note. But I, I got to tell you, this today. Although Bears are 1-0 when you forget your yellow pad. Just today's notes true. were a little bit, because um, it was such a roller coaster that I think I paused notes in the middle of it. So, right, But I've got a lot. Let's Don't. do a couple super chats, and we'll yeah. get to those. And then Nick will close out the show, as usual, with his report. I don't want to leave. From the Wi-Fi Big works. D, which is really the big A, because you're, you're not in Dallas. Wait, is Nick checking it? We hope. Yeah, yeah. We hope. I miss him. Uh, this is from okay. Joshua. Continuity. Let's just watch as they develop throughout the three throughout these seasons. Spend some money on key positions next year and bear down. Bears. Yeah. They want that, Joshua. I believe Polls when he says that he didn't want to mess with the locker room with the Robert Quinn trade. I th- I think Maybe. they 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 want they they want to build a team that feels like a team, if you will. Can I have the one about Adam Johns? Because I need to address this. From Shiv Jibber. What's John's shirt size? I have a present for him I'm bringing to the tailgate in honor of Comet's touchdown today. Yeah, I'm not his wife. I don't know his shirt size. It's a, yeah, kid, do. It's a kid's a medium. medium. <laughs> Where's a medium? So, someone said medium in the chat. After it's a kid's medium. I'm just kidding. Actually, I think it's a large. Kid's large. Youth large? Yeah, it might be a medium. He's so cute. Go medium or large. You'll be all right. I'm get, looking get forward him, to seeing what this is, though. Get him the large. 
his future is in a large. I am laughing though because uh, this is this is a reference to Cole Komet's touchdown. Johns has done what you've done, Braggs, every single week with your Kari Blasting game TD, and he's he has set his bold prediction every single week. Cole Komet touchdown. <laughs> this week he did not do that. Cole Komet scored a touchdown. Oh, so you're saying next week I shouldn't give out the Kari Blasting game, and then he's but then get bet the, the hell out of it. Boom. You have Ben Lawrence? No, I'm saying when you don't actually say it. Oh, I see. We would actually bet on it. Uh, This is from Carlos. He says, it's all about execution. First half D was sleeping. Yeah, I agree. It's bad. But also the Cowboys are really good. (laughs) I feel like they averaged about 16 yards a carry in the first half. It was impressive. And the second half. Uh, Max, I think, might not have been watching the show about 10 minutes when another Super Chat came through, but thank you, Max. Uh, based on the assumption the Bears continue to slowly improve throughout the season, what are the top three position groups that need addressing this offseason and in what order of importance? A little different than the other question. Wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line. Not in that order. Wait, say wide receiver. Offensive line, defensive line. Just yeah. mix it up. Which Best player available. I w- but if we're doing the orders, I would say... That's awful tough between D-line and wide receiver. Offensive line is clearly third, in my mind, you know, of those three. I put wide receiver first now. Okay, so, all right. Because Justin needs some. Yeah, give your dang Ferrari a, well, an engine. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I guess why, what I'm saying is you could do a Kansas City Chiefs style. You don't necessarily have to get elite, elite in here. You could be, and I don't know, it's a thin market next year. What the hell year. are you talking about? The Chiefs, the Chiefs trade. They, the they have an amazing quarterback, and they traded their best wide receiver. Yeah, and they, they miss him. And they, they, they miss him. How badly do they miss him? They, don't miss they him. do miss him. Watching the playoffs when <laughs> they, they play don't. Buffalo. Watching okay, the playoffs. Fine, just right, watching of, the playoffs when they play Buffalo. As of oh, right now, they don't but, miss but, him. But they went. They oh, miss him. They went inside <laughs> Marquez Valdez Scantling and. And who's who? I, I and uh, I understand what, what you're saying. So it so it wasn't a premier thing. Let's go get Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. We could do something like but that. The, prop, the main flaw of what you're saying, though, is Justin Fields is not Patrick Mahomes. He's he's not. But the uh, the main problem with what I'm arguing yet the big problem that <laughs> the, the big the big problem that I'm also arguing is that who do you have confidence on on that defensive line that can do this consistently? Your guy Justin Jones. 93 was out there today. I saw 93 is a good player. You also, I'm going to say this about him. He shouldn't be your best defensive lineman. Correct. Right? Like, correct. That's a problem. Poles is going to go out and get pass rushers again. Okay. He had to trade away the old ones that they had. They're going to get newer ones. Okay. Juju's a free agent, by the way. He wouldn't look terrible here. Is he okay? I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Juju would have never came here. Why do you, why do you say that? Because he's. A veteran wide receiver that wants to play for a Braggs, team Braggs. that if has the Bears, a chance to compete. They need better than Juju. They need. Braggs. They need. They need the, better. I don't disagree. They don't need better yeah. than Juju. If the Bears offered Juju Smith-Schuster one million more dollars than Kansas City, he'd be playing for the Chicago Bears. I, I promise you. There's no. I won't come to one Chicago. One million more. Yes, one million more. It's a million dollars. All right. They're offering seven. They're offering eight. Where do you want to go? I'll go with the eight. Come on. He's going This is not. These are human beings. Ethan Smith. Ethan. What up, Ethan? He says, uh, Adam, uh, oh, I guess not to either of you guys, but uh, he says, why is 55 in the field so much? He was bad, so bad today. We should direct that to Adam because that is not his guy. So here was the downside of uh, trading Robert Quinn. <laughs> 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 because, 
because uh, I've already been sitting here on, on this podcast for weeks saying, can we please get the young guys in for Al-Qadi Muhammad? And now they had to go in for Robert Quinn because they traded Robert Quinn. So th- there's not much I can do about this. I I mean, I agree that the Bears should be questioned when on he this. He started. Are you... Would you prefer Gibson and and but there has to be Robinson? a rotation. Like you have right. to have a rotation. They're gonna get snaps, you know. And to answer uh, Carm's pregame question, if we'd be talking about Kingsley Jonathan after the game, <laughs> the answer is that is your one reference. Yeah, I was told somebody in the chat, Gary Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wanted to do this, Gary uh, Ross. Go ahead in the chat, it. play Kingsley Jonathan. I made over fifty five. Our, our, our uh, I'm gonna relax while you do this uh, one. Well, there's just a lot of. Guys out there covering the Bears and our guy Josh Schrock over there at NBC, he had a piece on uh, on Kingsley Jonathan. I'm like, this dude's in the know. He's telling me that we're going to see. J-. I was all fire. I was fired up for some Kingsley Jonathan. And now going through the defensive thing here: Jackson, Brisker, Morrow, Smith, Vildor, Gordon, Watts, Jones, Jones, Blackson, Gibson, Sanborn. That's in my notes coming up. Johnson, Robinson, Ebner, Scales, Joe Thomas. He did not. We didn't see him this week. Maybe he'll be right down the line. But supposedly, Kingsley Jonathan, is. Uh, they like him. He was undrafted. Buffalo took him. Buffalo caught him. The Bears signed him. He's been on the practice squad. And some of the defensive coaches said some positive things about Kingsley Jonathan, which does seem like his name should be Jonathan Kingsley. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. All respect to Kingsley Jonathan. Uh, if he's your starting defensive end next year, just let then, then, then we riot. Then this problem. Yes. I agree now, with I you. will riot with Braggs. I agree with you, yes. Hogue Adam. Yeah. <laughs> this is not funny. Oh, Can we do your notes? Yes. Notes. Notes. All right. Um, My favorite part of the show. So basically spent the whole time just making fun. Early on, Armand Watts had a couple of moments that he flashed. He had he he actually tackled Tony Pollard early. That was uh that was a moment. Um, so he tackled somebody. He tackled that was a moment. Early. Uh Hogue with the early freak out on the uniform, so orange, and then Braggs jumps in. I hate it. And I'm like, I kinda think There's the uniform something yeah. wrong. If they had worn them. white on white, this would have never happened today. They don't have a stripe. Look at mm. it. I guess I guess the Bears and regular ones don't either. Something's wrong with it. I don't like it. I, I got no problem Played with the ugly orange. games. They're zero two. Two weeks. I'm, yeah. two I'm getting an orange sweatshirt for next week. That's what's happening. You're t- wow. Okay, you, you can do that. Um, Hogue with a uh, with a Robert Quinn would not have done shit. That was after that first drive where they just <laughs> ran right down the field. <laughs> I think that was you. It might have been Braggs. One of you two. You it said it. It like was him. It. Wait, what did I say? He wouldn't have done. Oh, he, he, I get. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, well, I think someone made a reference to like, yeah, how they were missing Robert Quinn. Yo, those holes were so wide open. He mm. wasn't gonna make a difference. Yeah. Uh, head of content also was chiming at that point. Kevin Kaduk. Uh F. I'm playing against Prescott. That was after uh, Dak running into the end zone. We were, <laughs> we, were, we, were we were having sorry, buddy. We were having early meltdowns. Um, I may have celebrated one of Tony Pollard's touchdowns. Uh, let's see. On the EQ bomb, uh, Hogue also with what are you doing, dude? Get off the field. That was a. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if this is out of turn, but you know, this these hey, these Wait, were just which one was that? I yelled at about Trayvon Wesco at one point. You yelled it on the bomb to EQ to start the game, and oh, you were get you, off the field. You were yelling, at, you already wanted him off the field, uh, and that the Cowboys were playing with the hits principle. You were on fire a lot today. Uh, you also screamed out that Sanborn is playing. You wanted everybody to know that. And just let the record show. The one time I saw him the entire game, it was a negative play. Okay, the record is shown. It was a TFL. Uh, let's see. Okay, I, I wrote down here. Oh, Fields thinking extra yards. We haven't talked about that. He was running down the left sideline. He could have easily gone out of bounds, and he cuts back in. He gets cracked. Hey, Justin, don't do that. We want you healthy. We don't need you to pick up an extra couple of yards in the middle of the first quarter. That was not uh, just it made you made me nervous as a Bears fan. Fourteen nothing after one. The Tevin Jenkins face mask. They're ripping. They're ripping the helmet off of Tevin Jenkins, and we can't get a call. Nearly almost ripped off his actual head. Hogue with, not a penalty. Hogue with the I love how he falls forward for David Montgomery. He does. Uh, I think that, and then your response, I think, when I said that was, I love how much you love football. That is what I said. You, you really, you, you, you love football like. Few people love football. Uh, the touchdown drive, I wrote down 68 yards of, you know, of the 75-yard drive on the ground. That was sweet. Hogue Lou Getze knows what he is doing. Congratulations to Getze on that. We agree. Uh, Dak quarterback sneak for 30 came right after that, followed by I have never seen that before, which was uh, I, Moose had that one. Uh, then I got here Valus Jones stone hands, which we all agree on. Uh, Nikhil Harry for the touchdown. Casey makes the notes uh, for the first time with a solid wow. She gave, she said wow when Nikhil Harry scored the touchdown. Uh, Casey's oh, by been, the way, g- g- yeah, good moment for him. It was, it was. I don't know how many <laughs> moments he's gonna have, but good for him. It's a good moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good moment for Fields. Good yeah. moment for him. But it, it was, it good was moment nice. for Casey, too. Uh, good moment for Casey. Moment. Good moment. Uh, fourth and one call on the 45. We haven't shouted you out for that one, Floos. That was uh, on their own 45. You, you were screaming for it, Braggs? Yep. It was and what did they do? What did they do? 28 to 7. And they went for it on fourth down. They got it. Yep. What did they do? And they got a touchdown on that drive. What yeah. did they do on the play? Don't remember. They that was the run. They, they hand the ball to David Montgomery. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Fell That's for right. an extra yard. Because he always gets that extra yard. And was if it? you need one, the math says you'll get it. And they proved early in the season. Sorry. They it? proved early in the season. <laughs> the worst throw I've ever seen. And I, watched, and I watched Zach Wilson play football today. Uh, they proved early in the season that they learned that Khalil Herbert is not the guy to call there. What's also was on that last shoot that was crumpled up was Adam Hogue having an absolute positive freakout when <laughs> when Josh Blackwell downed the punt at the four-yard line, and he said, I would be screaming at my Carmel players if Lawrence, they ever did that. And I also freaked out a lot. Yeah, it was a terrible yeah, play. You were in the minority down, on yeah, that. You were, like, oh, you were the only one that was like, it was moving. He was in perfect position. He was already between the ball and the goal line, which is what you teach. You back up. You let the ball come to you. There was... What apparently nobody understands on this show is risk reward. There, if if he if he the ball was scooting right, if he misses it and it goes in the end zone, that's going to go all the way out to the twenty. So that would be a sixteen yard risk. The other way would be three yards. He's risking three to ensure sixteen. So you're, that that you're is a good risk reward. When you go on a game show, you're just like taking the first thing they give you. You're like, yeah, that's yep. fine. I'll take that. No, see, see, see that that you, you get the you, first question on who wants to be a millionaire, and you're yep. like, I'll take my twelve thousand. Thanks. 
I'm done. Twelve thousand isn't like one. I don't 000? know what a hundred, whatever the hell it was. Well, that's, yeah, that's, uh, but, uh, that's a twenty-year-old reference. I mean, shout out to Regis Feldman. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're not completely wrong with that take, but it, it, yeah. you guys would be bad. You guys would be bad stock. He traders. also had three other guys around him. Like he you, doesn't know everyone who's around him. He should he absolutely. They're wearing that's part of what you practice. Frickin' clown helmets. They should okay, figure uh, it out. The ball, the ball, he, he risked three yards. It was fine, by the way. And, and results are not the way we should judge these things, but it worked out very well. The next well play would have been a safety, for the record. If it had been gained a yard, it was <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, sweet sidearm throw to Mooney. Remember that Fields one? That was a... He, oh, uh, credit to... Yes, credit to Fields. I challenged him on that last week. I was critical of him that... On that last week, the horizontal throws today were excellent. It's on my notes. On point. Good job. Carm notes. A couple gr- play action rollouts where he, he fed it. Correctly. A little side on. Carm notes greater than brag notes. Uh, there was a double move to. <laughs> there was a double move to Mooney that was but before the sidearm, which was sweet. Uh, the Herbert fumble. Got a little lucky on that one. What the heck was that? I. How did they overturn that? I have no idea. That was a fumble, but. Whatever. I mean, he may have gotten it back, but I just didn't think there was a shot that showed that. It was. It felt to me like they wanted to continue to make this a game for the TV audience. I don't know what was going on. Uh, 35-23, Justin Fields gets sacked. Hogue, they've run out of plays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there was a Trayvon Wesco false start, which brought out further anger from Hogue. Why are you on the field? Uh, then we had the Fields-Frogger moment, which was... Not good. Not great. I love that you called it the Frogger moment. I mean, it dude went full leapfrog. It was it was impressive. It was and funny because it happened so fast you couldn't tell who it was. Yeah, I didn't know. It and was so him. it was like they were like about to get to the replay, or they were just showing the touchdown celebration. I was like, who is the guy that just jumped right over him and didn't touch him? And then they show the replay, and I go, oh no, it was Fields. <laughs> it was it was not his job, but. That's one that uh, he should have done. You got to touch him down, man. But it's two, the NFL. Quickly after that, 2.23 p.m., that's when Hogue declares Justin Fields is a good quarterback. Then we had the Fields or Lawrence conversation. Then we had the Cole Komet touchdown. Then I wrote down that Nicholas Morrow is not a good linebacker after Pollard ran by him. Let me have that one. And, um, uh, and then we celebrated when Justin Fields threw the ball away. Oh, I got really excited about that. Yeah. I'm disappointed yep. in you. You didn't have that. The hits. You wanted me as the hits philosophy, the hits guy. I'm oh, the hits coach. Yeah, yeah, I've named you the hits coach. I, I missed that one. And and I missed something early that you told me to write down that I didn't write down. <laughs> it was in the second quarter. It yeah. was uh, a tight end. I think somebody scored a touchdown or something that I didn't write. No, okay, never mind. I think so. it was when the quarterback sneak when he said, I've never seen that before. And I was like, no, I wrote that, that down. Nah, I don't think it was that. Okay, but that is Carm's notes. Oh, I called, my notes are, I called the tight end from the Cowboys, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> That's who it was. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> You're taking notes on yourself. I love it. He did say that, though. <laughs> well, for I, the record, that was Jake Ferguson. Turd that's that's what I didn't write down. It was something to do with Jake Ferguson. Well, I, I have I have to. Uh, I'm obligated to tell you is the son of Barry Alvarez. It's a running joke because that's what it was. He was like the tight end for the Badgers for like seven years. It seemed like, and anytime you'd make a play, they had to make a reference to how he was Barry Alvarez's kid. Like no one's or grandson. Like no one's ever said it before. And so if you were, you know how it is in college football because you always get different announcers and different channels every week and they all say the same damn things 
So that was kind of funny. And then I thought it was funny that Adam Amin didn't say it. Also, I have a problem, though, because he did the cow lasso thing. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah, that was weird. I know you're a cowboy now, but, like, that was in, it. it was that. Went in Texas. The cowboy thing. Yeah, well, yeah, he plays for the Cowboys. I get it. But you're not. You're from Wisconsin. Well, he's trying to. Uh, he should have been milking the cow instead of lassoing it. That would have been amazing <laughs> if he had gone. I'm uh, and, like I'm from Wisconsin, and he went with it into a nice solid milk. That would have been cool. <laughs> uh, <Nice> solid milk. <laughs> get in there. Uh, what's anybody name the movie? Old school reference. Uh, never mind. I'll you guys keep going. Oh, is there yeah, anything left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't think you do. I yeah. didn't go all the way there. If you do know, then that means that we really know each other well, which I have, yeah. by the way, I should put that in, in Carm's brain, not on the notes. It was like, we've spent some time together with some of the things you're we on the level today. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit about our... Uh, Where's Nick? He's in Arlington. He's working. Working, man. <laughs> Where's <laughs> He's working I mean, on Nick dialogue, should be yeah. with us by now. What's he? What is, is he doing one-on-one interviews? He's talking to Cole Komet. I just saw a video he posted. Is he doing one-on-ones with the whole team? I mean, congratulations. I to hope BS. he is. That'd be amazing. I, I great content. Yeah, we I was do about to do that, yes, but then do. I got interrupted by Carm again. Uh, <laughs> Vincent Aces. This read definitely changed since the pregame show. All right. What is me. going on here? Uh, Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. Uh, we love our pins and aces gear. We get tons of compliments on and off the course. They're family owned, which is awesome. It's a golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve, which is my favorite product. Big sleeve. It's like a cooler in a sleeve. Seven beers. Zip it. Put it in your golf bag. No one but you know it's there. It's, it's the best. And uh, it keeps your drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. One more golf round this week. Anybody wants to do it, uh, hit me up on the old Twitter. I will golf with randos as I did on Friday. All right. Uh, and I'll we can have that sleeve going on. You've got the best coverage for your favorite teams. Get fitted for the Best sports gear around. How do you do that? It's with FOCO, F-O-C-O. They've got you covered with the (laughs) slippers, the hoodies, the signs, the bobbleheads. I don't know what you're laughing at. I want to know. Everything in between. You can get decked out like our guy, Damar, who could use some help. Bulls get healthy. Uh, The perfect gift for the football fan in your life. FOCO's got you covered. The hoodies are awesome. And, yes, it's going to get a little chilly out there. It would be sweet to be in an amazing hoodie from FOCO as you come to our tailgate, hopefully, to hang out this coming Sunday. Bears, Dolphins, noon. Let's go. Uh, Check out FOCO.com, or you can click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO, and you get yourself 10% off. FOCO. What was funny? Um, the uh, there was a comment on Turd Ferguson, which was just like word for word what the actual skit is, and it made me laugh because there we go, funny. there we go. Turd Ferguson, you buzzed in. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You know what that's from? No, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. The uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Sean oh, Connery is Trebek. Well, Norm Macdonald plays Turd Ferguson. Correct. The great Norm Macdonald. I'm trying to think if there's anyone we haven't shouted out, by the R. way. R.P. Norm, I love Norm. Hey, Eddie Jackson, there's one. Eddie Jackson. Solid game. Andy became captain. Four interceptions. Andy's your new captain, which the Bears, like, weirdly just tweeted out with, like, a 
copyright little fanfare, but whatever. Led the team in tackles, had a pick, was maybe the most physical Eddie Jackson that I can remember. Dude's throwing shoulders big yeah, time. I think Eddie Jackson's played great this season and has looked like a leader befitting of that captain patch. He has. And uh, leading a young secondary around him, I can't speak enough about And like you said, uh, you know, some of his tackles have been really, really well, which isn't his, you know, his strong suit. Everybody knows how he plays the ball, but he's been tackling well as well. You know, I just I, – I think Eddie Jackson's had a great year. Talking nonsense too, giving a little, 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 little – little intimidation out there, big day for him. Also a big day for a guy down I'm just in curious how they – maybe Nick can find this out this week when he does his hard-hitting uh, reporting from Hallis Hall. Bang, bang. How they came up with Eddie Jackson as the captain. I'm curious to find that out. Did, was he the next one when they did the voting before the season? Was he the next guy in line? Did they, did they do, do a new voting? Vote? Or did the coaches just decide themselves – I'm still just surprised how David, you know, I think Eddie's deserving, but it always surprises me when David Montgomery, one of your hardest players, hardest playing players on the field, isn't wearing that C on his on his chest. So see, I heard that they let Nick pick. They let Nick pick. That's yeah. what it was. So let's see. Nick, can you confirm? I cannot confirm that. Is the Wi-Fi better? Can you even hear you me? You look great. Yeah, work? yeah, yeah. Okay, so I moved from my spot earlier, and I've isolated myself on one of these tables. You're in a closet. Really nice venue here in the press box. Yes, I'm in a closet. Uh, but actually, Eddie Jackson was asked about how it felt to ha- wear that C on his jersey today, and he said he was voted on by the peers. Don't know if that was from, like you guys were just talking about, a, the previous vote or if this was this one. So I have to get some clarification on that. But he said it was, it was a blessing to be able to wear that. It, it's unfortunate that he got that honor because Robert Quinn left. But he said it was a blessing that he was able to wear the C on his jersey. Who'd you talk to, Nick, in the uh, locker room other than Eddie? Yeah, I was able to talk to Cole Komet and just kind of ask him about, well, he finally got into the end zone. How did that feel? He said it was a well-executed throw by Justin and was able to you know, capitalize on that play. I also asked him about his holding penalty that he had where Justin Fields ran down the right sideline. Like, what did you see on that? He said once he saw the flag – that he didn't think it was on him initially, and he said he's going to have to go back and watch the tape to see, you know, ultimately that they got them. But he was surprised that the holding penalty was called on him because that negated a huge run for Justin Fields, well executed other than that uh, holding penalty by Cole Komet there. So um, asked him about that. And also just about the offense in general. Why is it working? And credits the run game. They know, he said, going into this game that, Everybody knows the Bears are going to run the ball, and they were doing that, even despite being down a lot in this game, that they're going to lean on that, that's going to open up plays like the touchdown that Cole Komet had, and that's what their identity really is, that they're going to run the ball, and that even though Dallas knew that coming into this game, they weren't really able to stop the Bears rushing the football. Bears could say the same thing about Tony Pollard, but uh, that's what Cole Komet was saying about the the offense performance. Uh, That was not a hold. That was not, not a whole. That was only small coaching point would be to let go a little bit earlier because Fields was already by him, but the hands were inside. Mm-hmm. It's that was a really ticky tack call. I think though, what was the they called holding on Braxton Jones a little bit later too? Didn't like, like the that same one. drive. That was also ticky tacky. Just all of a sudden in that point of the game, that was weird that they did that. Um, Nick, what was the overall vibe? Whether it was coming from Eberflus or Fields or the locker room, I mean. Because i got to be honest, my takeaway here 
it sucks I gave up 49 points. The defense has a lot of issues, but, dude, the quarterback has been looking good, and, like, that's the thing that matters most. So is there is there, like, any positivity going on there? Because the offense is a thing. The, the offense is a thing, and the offensive juggernaut that the Bears are these last two weeks, you guys. But I asked Dante Pettis, too, like, okay, looking what you guys did against New England, even in this loss to uh, the Cowboys, what's kind of the overall feeling? He's like, you can't have a lot of moral victories in the NFL. So I think a lot of the guys in that locker room it just expect more from themselves in terms of what they're capable of doing against some of these better teams in the league. But it did feel like, you know, it's, it's like a loss, but like you just mentioned, Adam, Justin Fields looked good. Justin, like Justin Fields out was out there performing, making plays with his legs and obviously making some good throws throughout the game. So it was a little bit of a mixed reaction, depending on who you talk to. Obviously defensive players are very upset with themselves. Roquan Smith called this embarrassing and, Eddie Jackson was also asked about that. He he was asked, Roquan called it embarrassing. How would you kind of characterize it? Yeah, if it's embarrassing, then it was embarrassing looking how they played. So defensively, those guys in that locker room are not happy. And even some of the offensive guys, they just know that obviously they put up points two weeks in a row, but this this time it didn't end up in a, in a win. So still a lot to be fixed, but it's kind of a mixed reaction. Is there any talk about, the absence of Robert Quinn, you know, the defensive line got taken to task today, you know, couldn't stop pretty much any run that Dallas was throwing at him and uh, didn't get much of a pass rush most of the day. Uh, any talk about the how much they missed Robert Quinn's presence? So Justin Fields actually touched on it a little bit in his press conference because it was kind of an emotional week with Robert Quinn leaving, but he said that's just the NFL. Like, you're going to have these – these ups and downs and he thought that the offense had a good day or a good week's worth of practice. And, you know, it kind of sounds very reminiscent of Matty Reflux every time he gets to the podium, but uh, yes, that's, that happens in the NFL. And obviously the defensive line, I don't even know if Robert Quinn makes much of a difference in this one, you guys, because they're getting manhandled all game. So, um, you know, obviously they're going to miss Robert Quinn, but it's, it's bigger than that in terms of what the defensive holes are for, for this current Bears defense. I uh I don't think Robert Quinn played a lot today, but I did just check his stat line, and he did register a QB hurry in the Eagles' big thirty-five yeah. to thirteen win over the Steelers. He's got yeah, he's got one quarterback hit, oh. and that's it. Oh, that was, yeah, that's a hit, not a hurry. Yeah, so he got to the quarterback once. Got to the quarterback once. Didn't make a tackle. I don't think he played a lot though. Go ninety-four. Yeah. Did uh did you hear Fields, Nick? Did you get a chance for uh, Justin's take on how it went? Yeah, so got a chance to listen to the back half of uh, Fields' press conference. And one of the kind of quotes I wrote out real quickly, just again, on the offensive performance, he said, our offensive coaches have done a great job figuring out what we do good as an offense. You know what each player does individually well. So we're we're figuring that out. And I think that's a credit to our success for sure. And yeah, you're seeing what the Bears are, the Bears identity, they're running the ball, you guys, they're there were some of those designed runs still in this one, the first touchdown of the game for Fields, designed runs. So the credit to, again, the coaching staff taking that mini buy and assessing what are the strengths of this Bears team, and you're seeing it produce some points so far. And then he was also asked about the, the hits piling up. It seems like every single week after the game, we're, we're asking Fields, you know, about the hits he's taking. And he said, the only hit that I was mad that I took today was the first run of the game. I think I should have just ran out of bounds initially, but yeah, football is football. You're going to get hit. 
Carbon's right. Glad he said it. Boom. Live and learn. I Live. wish uh, we had more time to ask for the clarification on the two-point conversion where he just – I don't – again, I would have to see that play again where he absolutely got annihilated by, by the defensive lineman where Fields was looking left and had no idea that the defensive lineman was coming to, you know, just take off his head there. But yeah, They didn't really show a replay after rewatch. I, my initial just hunch was that this on the quarterback – they're not recognizing who is hot there, but when it's a defensive it's lineman tough. like that, because that's a D lineman. Sometimes when it's a safety or a blitzing linebacker or something, like you can kind of understand the quarterback not seeing it. D lineman almost almost tells me like a missed blocking assignment. But I think we'll we were to- kind of discussing amongst each other here uh, some of the, the Bears beat uh, that Riley Reef may have uh, had some some factor into why – Justin Fields got completely demolished on that play. But again, like you, I have to go back and rewatch and see what happened. All right. Yeah, good stuff, Nick. I, I, I guess I just got one more question. If you could compare the locker room feel, which is hard to do, but Cowboys game to the Commanders game, any comparison to the utter disgust that was being felt after that Thursday night to what it's like in there today? So, again, kind of going back to what I said earlier, I think – it was more a little there was more positivity even in this one but it's still like there are a lot of those players that are looking at this performance knowing that they could have done better but like washington was just you were down right there there was just a complete um utter embarrassment of what they had done on, on thursday night football and just how they performed couldn't put up points but this was a little better but still i think collectively the team knows they're mo- better you know, they can put a better outing than what they showed today, giving up 49 points and, you know, still s- scoring 29. But it, it was better, but not by much. And, and, like, offensively, it's almost, like, more frustrating now looking back at the Washington game. Because even as Getsy said this mm-hmm. week, he's like, I liked what we did offensively in that game until we got to the five-yard line. Right. Like, it, it, yep. it, it, they were moving the ball against a good defense, and then they just couldn't score. And now you see today, like, they could have won that game easily. They should have won that game easily. It's it's crazy. So that that's that's going to be the game that I think stings all season. It's like even today you should be four and four instead of three and five because you should have won that game. Right, and in this you know. NFL, you're very much alive. All right, most important thing I've been meaning to ask Nick all day: um, How great was the spread? It's the best menu available in any stadium, and they have a candy bar. I'm. St- it's I'm so jealous that you got to experience all this today in that stadium. Well, Adam, so I didn't know about the candy bar. I'm someone that always goes out and buys a bunch of candy before games and I'll like eat it throughout the entirety of the game. So I didn't buy any this this game. And I'm like, oh, there's a candy bar here. There's all this spread of food and all the coffee machines like from the future. Like we need to get that at Soldier Field House Hall. And I, I'm not even someone that drinks a lot of coffee. And I had it I'm like, OK, this place is awesome. We need to get all of this to Arlington Heights, a new new stadium that's going to be built there, Carm. And I think the Bears will be they'll be in a better place for it. Well, I, I, I don't even talk about the coffee at Soldier Field. I've mentioned this before. They don't serve coffee there. They serve hot dirt water. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that is very accurate. Mouth. It's too hot. I have a question for Nick. I, I want to know how the mustache was received down there in Texas. Um, good question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, I did get a compliment from, from Caitlin Sharkey. She said, nice mustache, Nick. I'm like, thank you, Caitlin. 
Thank you. You're the only one that's complimenting me on the mustache, but that that's about it. There wasn't too much um, emotion, I guess, but I think it might be coming up tomorrow. We'll see. Who knows? Everyone's just I, I jealous, just, you know, and Shar- Sharky's the best. So she's just, she's a nice person. Everybody else is just jealous. I mean, that's the, the that's also the attention to detail that the Shark Tank brings to the table. Other people just not noticing mm-hmm. what's going on. Shark Tank is there. Oh, absolutely. I hear, I see from RM here in the comments, does everyone think you're an undercover cop, Nick? I'm going to blow my cover, RM, if you keep talking like this in the chat. So, Good point. He does look like movie cop. This has something We've to do with like Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, what, which Halloween costume does this have to do with? Just come clean. Oh, it was Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Oh, again. Yeah, again. Second time again, I Yeah, again, yeah. Today. You should have watched Friday's show. It was a great show, produced by yours truly. <laughs> okay. I'll go. You know what? I'll I'll listen to it. I have the believe mug too. Today. I have the believe mug too. I had it. I had it all. The whistle and it was the quotes. Like I had it. I had it all going at him. Did you have the quotes? Uh, I uh, I had a yeah, quote about the yeah. goldfish. Ten okay. second memory. Sure. Did Paula Face Singleton just give us a super chat and not say anything? Well, she did underneath. Yeah, the it's super underneath. Chat. Oh, I was there, out of it, but good eye. All right, Nick, be a goldfish. We'll see you. We'll see you back when you get to Chicago. Good Travel work, safe. Nick. Good stuff. Sounds good, you guys. See ya. Later, Nick. Love it. Can't wait for him to show up here and lose on the ping pong table like the. Wow, you wait till he leaves. Beat him yeah. one you time. wait till he leaves. Yeah. Uh, Talking he shit leaves. after he so leaves. Here's Let's go, Nick. Paula says, I believe in this team. Roquan has to be better, and this defense has to play their spots. Too many missed tackles. Can't use Quinn trade as an excuse for bad D-line play. Paula, they're going to play so much better next Sunday with that D. I feel you. Well, that's what I want to hear from Corey tomorrow when you guys have him on is the gap integrity because it just felt like when they ran the ball, it was like the Red Sea parting. I oh, mean, yeah. The holes were huge. and The A gap turned I into the ABCD gap. Offensive line, they block well, but my goodness. I was really disappointed in the A gap today. Paula, I too believe in this team to get the over – Six and a half wins this season. We need four more. Which reminds me, we should play that game. We've played it a couple times, and then we'll get out of here. Can we find four more wins on the schedule? We can. Dolphins. Yes. Lions. Yes. Falcons. Yes. The first place Atlanta Falcons, by the way. Tough game. Maybe. New York Jets. Sure. Who won that game today, by the way? Not the Jets. Not the Jets. The Patriots won. Patriots won. So you got the Lions That's four twice. right there. You got the Lions twice still. You got the the Jets game. I'm going. Yeah, those those Packers. Three, those three. I'm I, Packers at home suddenly looks different. I know, but I already picked them against the Packers, and I looked like an idiot. So now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> You're now six and two on the season, Bragg. So now You're doing I'm worried right. about that one, but yeah. Eagles no, Bills no, Lions maybe, Vikings maybe. That's the they fr- can do it. They can get four more. They got to win this week. Got to beat the Dolphins. That's the frustrating part as a fan. I mean, at the end of the day, you don't care. Win or loss, you want to see development from your young players, especially Justin Fields, the foundational players, Justin being the most important, but all of them from Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, uh, whoever, you know. So (laughs) it's tough because when, like Kevin said during the game, man, if they had only won the Washington game, they'd be four and three right now and not three and four. And the further you go into the season, now if you start losing games, you're going to be like, man, why the hell did we beat the 
this game? Why did we win this game? Because now we could have. There's a, a reason why we did that draft, though, a couple weeks ago that everybody hated about the most ridiculous losses the Bears have had because that Washington game was one of them. Like, and they're not supposed to be like that anymore. Today was different. You give up 49 points. You played a really good team. No one thinks this defense is great, and the offense came around. Win. Listen, I see the Bears on the verge of a five-game win streak. You beat no, the you don't. Okay. Oh, my God. We don't have time for we that. we got to get out of here. But How about Adam, the super chat, thanks, though, Adam. for wow. Kevin Fishbane? <laughs> we got to start the He's movement back. again. He's back. I like Kevin Fishbane. <laughs> Mark's like, really? I can't I mean, why can't I celebrate a win over the Dolphins and you beat the Lions? You yeah, go no. down to Atlanta, you take it's out the Jets, and then you beat the Packers. This team is not winning five straight games. No chance. Benedetto, you Benedetto. will <laughs> you you will you will you will live in the moment, damn it. And, and I am living in the moment. They just gave up forty nine points they, and best couldn't case tackle anyone. Yeah. All best right. case scenario is they go three and two and that's it. They're either gonna go three and two or two and three. And it'll depend on if they have another ridiculous loss or not in there. I'm, I like their chances going in the Dolphins game. I don't want to give away my picks because right, then so. Corey Wooten's going to start copying off me. <laughs> I'm with you. Chubbs82, we're together. Me and you, buddy. We're going to win five straight. Season ain't over. Chubbs is my guy. I, I love his dog in this in this little photo Chubbs here. is it's my so guy. Bears. He's been a, a good friend and supporter of what I do for a long time. And he's the biggest meatball fan you will That's ever fine. meet. That's I fine. I guarantee he doesn't want to move out of Soldier Field. I love if him. If you dare suggest a better draft spot or even suggest the word moral victory, he might rip your head off. I'm with you, Chubbs. We're not leaving Soldier Field. I am working on getting the mayor in here. I'm going to give my the proposal. He win every single week. He hates when people talk about when they're right or they're wrong. Just okay. bears. Okay, we don't That's need to That's why no. I love Chubbs. We really learned a whole lot about Chubbs right there. Well, you know, and he's got a cute dog. Exactly. All right. Well, that was a great show, guys. No, no, hang on, hang oh, on, hang we're on. Done. We're not Don't done. Don't try to end this quickly. Damn. I got. We got to put something up on the screen real quick. Oh boy, here we go. And Before we got out of here, and um, thank you to everyone, by quick, the way. Quickly, while Lawrence is getting that ready. Yeah, go yes. ahead. Well, I just, I just want to say thank you. I've noticed just, you know, the the. People viewing, if the numbers have stayed the same the whole way, we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, but Thank here's you. the thing, though. There's not enough likes. Yeah, I, I was don't gonna know. Say. It's likes. not that hard to, to just hit a like button. Yeah, but okay. It's not the that like hard. You, I'll give jumps. you a perfect example. In my fantasy football league, which I know you don't want to hear about, our commissioner does a video every single week, okay? And it's a private video. It gets posted on YouTube. Only people in the league can see it, not the public. So six people watch it every week or whatever it is. Not, it should be nine. I hit the like button every week, just out of principle. Out of principle. It doesn't do anything in that, in that you I, know, it's a private video, I but just, still, I do it out of principle. Hit the, hit the like button. I don't want to yell at you. I'm, not, we, I'm the one here not yelling at you, but I, we, I would really appreciate it if you would hit the like button. Benadol just la yells at you. Hogue yells at you. I'm just like, hit it'd, the be, like it'd, button. Be, it'd be really nice if you could hit the like button as we are continuing to build everything here at CHGO. It is of great help. Uh, and Philip, I'm with you, buddy. Love the show, except for Carm. I will remember that as I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> as I'm being the nice guy here, just saying, would you please? Here comes Philip over the top at me. Philip Westby, Carm, you're the best. really. I love like you, Kevin Adam, Fishman. for the, the the Kevin Fishbane bit is hilarious. This yeah. is a good one. Yeah, much appreciate it. He was underwhelmed by it though when I told him about it this week. Was he really underwhelmed? Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't get enough love from him either, actually. Yeah, he, I don't know. Like, dude, people are paying to say yeah. your name on this show. You should be thrilled. Yeah. Uh, let's but. end the uh, the uh, show though on a somewhat happy note. I want I wanted to share this earlier. Um, my wife sent me this photo during the game. It's uh, a big group 
Uh, you got Jeff Dickerson's parents, uh, son Parker, friends, Aww. neighbors um, f- from the neighborhood, all watching the Bears game. They're all wearing the JD sweatshirt. I was really sad I wasn't there today with them. Um, so I wore my JD sweatshirt today too. Uh, and uh, just wanted to share that with everyone. He is still sorely missed, uh, but it was cool seeing all those great people out today. Unfortunately, um, the Bears didn't come through with the victory, but it was an entertaining game. This is not a tape I'm dreading going back and watching tomorrow morning. This is going to be a, like a fun rewatch, even though they lost. I'm bouncing out of here today. I'm bouncing over to go do my grades, which this No, show- you're not. You're going to the Blackhawks game. I'm going to the Blackhawks game. It's a 6 o'clock puck drop. I'm going to be doing my grades for f- the next 40-some-odd minutes to get it out there. So so Kevin Kiddick will be uh, pleased with that part of me. And, uh, yeah, uh, I also put one to – Lawrence, do you see what I just sent you? Any chance? No? Um, uh, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. Okay. Hey, happy birthday to my to my amazing niece, Grace Carmen, who uh, turned 16 years old and won her soccer game one and nothing yesterday. Yes. And uh, is – Doing great work over there at Lane Tech. So happy birthday to uh, GY, the leader of our family. Uh, thank you, everybody, watching, listening. Please rate and review the podcast if you're listening. <laughs> Hit the like button, subscribe, notifications. Happy Halloween to everyone. Be safe out there as you're trick-or-treating. And uh, we'll be back here at noon tomorrow with Corey Wooten on the show. Hogan John's coming up live at 5 if you want to catch that as well. Three idiots talking football. Thank you for watching and listening. Hey, Bears, head up. Five in a row. The Bears. Let's go.